Welcome back to the 10 Things Podcast. I am Anna Collier, and I am here with my father, David Higginbotham. Yes, I am your father, and you are here with me. Actually, <laughs> we're, right. we're together on the same computer screen. but Together, that's true. Yeah, that that's... is true. We're not together in person. No, we're not. not but then, not right now. Maybe someday we'll see each other. Is that? Uh, that's true. <laughs> That's right. Maybe we, we, we actually see each other on a on a fairly regular basis. But that's, that's, a good oh, that's thing. true. How are Living you, dear? You doing okay? Great. Today? I'm doing good. good. Yeah. Good. Excited to jump into today's topic. We're on episode eight of season three of the ten things every child needs to hear from their parents. And um, what are we, today, what are we talking about today? What is what is this yeah, about? Tell me about it. Today is. If you're ever worried, concerned, or scared, you can always talk about it with me. Hmm. Conveying that to your child, letting them be able to know and always be able to count on coming to their parent hmm. with anything that they would like to talk about, giving them that security. Hmm. Hmm. It's really, it's really, a, it, it sounds simple. But it's really powerful um, tool to be able to be able to have that relationship with your child, especially as they get older. And it's important to start developing that when they're younger, right? Because it doesn't just magically happen when they know, get older if you haven't you know, cultivated that. Exactly, your fourteen-year-old's not going to just walk into the kitchen and say, "Can we talk?" I mean, yeah. <clears throat> without no. having that trajectory, without having that experience being developed, you know, when they're four and five and six. I mean, yeah, this is a great topic. This is a great, it's a really it great topic. So, so yeah. let, let's talk about, uh, let me tell you about my experience in this. Um, my mother was the one with whom I had, um, uh, those important conversations. Um, mm -hmm. My mom was there and was more conversational. My mom was very conversational. My father was not so much conversational. And I, it, it, I'm not pointing a finger at my dad. It was just simply, I, I developed the conversational talk about what's going on in my life kind of things with my mom rather than my dad. Yeah. And, uh, and that continued into adulthood. I mean, it was, uh, so <clears throat> it was, I knew that I could sit down and talk with my mom. Yeah. I, you know, cause I, I knew that I could do that. I came to that conclusion over, you know, over years of growing into that, of course, but, uh, sure. having, it, having, having that parent or both parents, I mean, it's, it certainly can be both, but having that opportunity uh, and knowing there's a door uh, probably mm -hmm. is a, you know there's an opportunity there's a door for me i can go talk to someone about this yeah and uh, that was a really important thing in my life it really was how about you yeah what um i think i mean both of you and mom opened up that door of communication pretty early um i feel like i came to you guys differently with different things. Oh, and that's, like I that's, went to mom I think, I think you're with right. certain things that I knew she would be able to relate with me on better mm -hmm. <laughs> than mm -hmm. 
than you and I went to you for different things that um I knew you would be able to talk through a little bit better and so I think that I think when when I hit a certain age into the teenage years I Mm -hmm. didn't really want to talk to you guys because I knew everything at that point. I mean, yeah. why? Why would well, I you need do, to? Do that? You know, <laughs> exactly. By the time you're, but, by the time you're thirteen, you, you're you're learning a lot of oh, things quickly, and by the time you're oh, fourteen, absolutely. you pretty much know it all. <laughs> That's right. Um, but definitely, I always felt like the door to communication was open. Yeah, and that started from a very young age. And and I'm I'm glad to hear that. I mean, I, I thought it was that way. I mean, we 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 yeah. we had good communication most of the time, and I think uh, to expect that there you're always going to have this wonderful, open, completely loving, interactive kind of thing. I think that's a bit naive. Yeah, um, I agree. There because as a child is developing particularly moving into those teenage years, they start flexing their muscles and they start spreading their wings. And it's, it's always somewhat of an interesting thing. Parents want to raise, often want to raise their children to be independent thinkers and stand on their own two feet kind of people. And when they start trying to do that in their teenage years, parents are offended. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what are you doing? Well, I'm I'm practicing doing this thing you want me to be. That's right. In five years. Practicing what you've been teaching. Yeah. In five years, I'll be 20 years old and and, and (laughs) I need to practice. Well, no, 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 wait. (laughs) Right. Don't practice that yet. <laughs> Don't wait wait until you're 30 and then begin to practice right. that. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Well, it, it is yeah. one of the challenges, and I found this to be true. I'm sure this was true with you and me. Um it, 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 dads tend to get into the fix it mode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're, we're just guys and and you know that Y chromosome does some things to us and yeah when a child comes to a father typically it's 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 not unusual for the father to get into the mode of fixing things right ra- rather than listening to the child's concerns listening mm-hmm. hear their feelings hear their view and their their struggle and <clears throat> it uh it, it's easy for me as a dad to just want to solve the problem Right. And yeah. I think, you know, that's, that's, I get that because I am that, you know, I, I am that, mm-hmm. I am that guy, Absolutely. but it, uh, it, it, I, I think it, it's, it's better. The better results come when the, the parent is able to help the child resolve a problem. Yeah. Help them find a Rather solution. Rather than fix it. Rather than fix it, help yeah. them to figure es- it out. Yeah, especially if the daughter is going to the father, because that's as we've talked about in previous seasons. Yes, those are two separate genders <laughs> that yeah. are trying to communicate, and it's a different <clears throat> dynamic when it's father daughter. It, it it really is, and it's uh, it's it's critical. It's 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 very 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 important that dads learn how to deal with daughters mm-hmm. in a way that is different than how they deal with their sons. Yeah, 
because uh, you know daughters are not sons, No. and they, you know, you're you're bringing a certain view of the world. You're being a certain understanding. You're bringing an additional, a different emotional dynamic. Your thinking processes are differently because you've got two X chromosomes, and I've got one. And then I've got this Y chromosome that is just, you know, Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. is <laughs> yeah. really very different. And uh, it, it's, it, 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 it can be done. It can be done. Oh, absolutely. It can Absolutely. be done. And when it is done, it's really good. Yeah. But it takes, it takes work and it takes, uh, you know, there's some trial and error involved in that. But, uh, I appreciate Yeah. you mentioning that because that, that really is a big deal, Anna. It, uh, Yeah. That's a the conflicts that you and I had, uh, particularly in those transitional years, you know, in those early to mid-teen years, were, were mostly my problems. I mean, it, it was, <clears throat> and, and this is, this is just a truth of life. You know, we, we, we live our lives in such a way that the daily expression of our life is, is always connected to the brokenness that exists within our hearts. Yeah. We always, we all have, uh, we all have brokenness. We all have, limitations we all have bad experiences we're carrying baggage all of that factors into how we interact with one another That's so and, true. and at the time when you were in that in that transitional time you know in you know and I, I'm, I, I consider that transitional time you know 13 14 to 16 17 you know that that kind of time frame um Yeah. i i wasn't in the healthiest position Yeah. to be able to to be able to deal with the realities that were happening in your life because I was conflicted in dealing with and responding to the realities that were in my own. Yeah. And so most of the conflicts that you and I had uh, were because I just didn't handle some things very well. Right. You know, and, and that, uh, that reality, uh, added, it added pressure because I, I realized I'm not handling this very well, <laughs> you know, and I, I mean, I wasn't completely blind, you know, Oh man, uh, yeah. so it's a, it's, it, it's a challenging thing to be a parent. I had never been a parent of a teenage daughter before. Oh yeah, No, I never this is had. a first And, experience. and, and you were very different than your brother. You know, four years ago when I was going through this with your brother, he handled it differently. Right, And it, it, it was very different. it was very different. what in the world. And exactly. And, and it was, uh, thankfully in, in, and this is, this is part of the blessing of having two parents who, who want to be engaged and involved in your life. You know, your, your mom was there in a, Yeah. in a very important way, an important time, I'm Yes. sort of floundering along and stumbling along in the dark and, <laughs> um, Trying to make it. you know, just, <laughs> you know, we gotta, oh. we gotta get, we gotta get through these years. Uh, Yeah. but even, even in then, Anna, even in then there, there was, there, there was a foundation because of the earlier years 
Okay. There was a foundation of love and acceptance yeah, and absolutely. security mm-hmm. uh, just within our relationships. Things were, things were rough and challenging for a while. Yeah. Yeah. And, but I, I you know, you you knew that I loved you. You knew that you were. Oh yeah, without you knew a doubt. That you were secure. That this was yes. that your family was here. Yes. We were just having disagreements, and there was just, uh, you know, it was it was a very it was a challenging and difficult time. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you now. I'm saying this clearly. Uh, most of the difficulty came about because I wasn't responding in a way that I needed to. Yeah. Me either. <laughs> I, 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 I was doing. Neither one of us was. Well, no, neither of us were responding perfectly, but you were the child. Okay. You were the teacher. Right. Right. If, if, if I had been in a better, if I had been in a more healthy place emotionally in my life, mm-hmm. I would have responded differently. Yeah. Um, and, and, and eventually I, I was able to respond differently, uh, yes. because, just because yeah. of some growth and some things that took place in my own life. Yeah. So the, we still communicated, but it was unhealthy communication. We did. It, it wasn't nice. It, I mean, it, no, it, it, and, it, and I don't want to oversell it, and, but you know, and, and, and we, you and I probably ought to have a, a bonus podcast where we talk about those years. Yeah. Get, get our, put our heads together and, and how do we want it's to a talk lot to about unpack. this? Yeah, well, there is, you know, but I mean, we, we ultimately got to a point, we ultimately got to a point where our relationship could be healed and restored. Yes. And, and there wasn't, it, there wasn't tragedy and, you know, no, that kind no, of thing, but it, but it was, it was, it was uncomfortable and challenging for a while. Mm-hmm. However, in the middle of that, you still had, you still knew that you could, you could come and talk to your mom and, and you knew that you could come talk to me, although there was no telling how I was going to respond. Right. And, uh, so, but it, it's important for a parent not to give up. Yeah, Absolutely. Especially you know, in those years. Especially during those challenging years. P- parenting yeah. parenting teenagers is can be a challenging Ooh, season yeah. in, in the best of circumstances. Yeah. Because, you know, the the, teen, the kid is, is going through all this upheaval. You know, there's right. hormones, there's emotions, there's, yep. you know, only being able to see the world through a teenage lens. I mean, that's a very different place to be yeah uh, it's important not to give up but to hang in there and one of the things one of the things that someone told me at at, at, during that season matter of fact it was it was a friend of mine it was um gary patinay in in kansas city who's gone to be with jesus quite a few years ago he said the the most important thing that you can do as a parent of a teenager david is to get through it <laughs> mm. <laughs> That's you know, wisdom just, right there. <laughs> you got to get through it. You, you know, just hang That's on. Oh so, man, yeah. You know, and I was, I was so much thinking in terms of I've got to do a better job. I need, you know, this. Yeah. Like, you know, and I'm down on myself, and I'm thinking, oh, you know. And Gary said, "Time, time out, time out." The, 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 the most important thing is just to get through it. Yeah. 
and <clears throat> it was a humbling time for me. It was a, which is good. Humbling is always a good thing. Yeah. It's just not very convenient. Oh, no. So, so uh, the, the thing that, well, let's get back to this thing about resolving yeah. the conflicts, <clears throat> making sure that you resolve the, it's important for parents to make sure that they can, they resolve conflicts between their, their child and themselves Yes, and, and that's that, so true. I, I wanted to do that, and and ultimately we did. Ultimately we did. Yes, eventually those, we did. We got those things resolved, and because the the child is not going to feel free to come talk to the parent, um, right? If there's unresolved conflict there, Mm-mm. and thankfully you were in a position that you had your mother with whom you didn't have the same type of conflict going on with me. Now there's conflict right. going on between parents and teenagers. That that's Absolutely. just, that's, that's just, just how those, it's going to be. One of those parts, part of the, it's part of the season, but uh, thankfully you had the opportunity to have a connection with parents, mm-hmm. even in that difficult time. Yeah. Um, one of the things we, uh, we, we, we wanted to talk about was, Another thought that we have is be purposeful to give opportunities for your child to open up about things that you think may be bothering them. And there, mm-hmm. it, when you were about six years old, we were living in Kansas City, and our neighbor, uh, our neighbor, we, we got up one, came home one afternoon or something, and 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 our at a, out in front of our neighbor's house, stuff was stacked up on on the curb yeah and i i recognized that as being oh my goodness these people are being evicted yeah and uh let's talk about that tell me about what that how that turned out with you and and the impact that that had on you yeah so i was uh you know i would play with their daughter and hang out with her Mm -hmm. you know Pretty often they yeah, were right next door to us. Right I next mean, door. Yeah, we were we were friends, and um, as a six year old, you don't understand what eviction is or why yeah. it's happening. Right. And as a six year old, you shouldn't have to yeah, understand yeah, really. <clears throat> what it is or why it's happening. And so for me, I was so confused on why are they getting kicked out of their home? Why is all their stuff being put out on the curb? Is this going to happen to us next? Or are they just going house to house through the neighborhood and choosing who gets kicked out and who doesn't? <laughs> like, what is happening? And I mean, it was a it was a event in my life that you know at that age of just being aware of one of the harsh realities of the world, you know, like that that was one of the pro- probably one of the first few times that I have memory of one of the harsh realities of the world being made known in my eyes, which is a blessing that it only, you know, it was six years into my life before I started seeing these things happen, but um, it traumatized me for a little while. I mean, it it took me a while to fully get over it because I just didn't, I didn't understand. And I didn't, like I said, one of the things was, is this going to happen to us next mm-hmm. or is this going to happen to us at all? Um, you know, once I got older and understood 
what eviction was and why it happened and stuff. And, um, and you were you were really concerned about what was going to happen to them. I was really concerned about you what was going to happen to them. Where are they going to stay? Yeah. Where will they live? I didn't live? know. I thought they were going to go be homeless. Right. And, and, <laughs> I didn't and, and know. As it, as it turns out, as it turns out, they had a relative. She had a brother that yes. lived in the area, and they, they went to stay yeah. with the brother um mm-hmm. for for a, a few weeks and then they were able to get another place to li- get another place to live and, yeah and 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 but i i i felt because you were asking me what is going to happen to them and 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 i yeah. don't know i don't know was not a good enough answer for you <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, no <laughs> no we well, needed a solution <laughs> well why why don't you know you, i mean your daddy why don't you yeah, know and i'm thinking age, oh goodness i guess i guess i got i've got to i got to sort of track and and which was good it was a, it was a good it was a good experience for me to begin to track that down and go say, okay, mm-hmm. uh, okay, here's what I found out. They're staying. Yeah. With, they're staying with, um, I can't remember the little girl's name, but they're, they're staying either. with, staying with her uncle. Yeah. And they're going to be there for a few weeks. And her, her mom has found another place for them to live and they're going to be moving there. Um, and uh, she had changed jobs and, and a variety yeah. of things. There were a number of things there were a number of financial situations and decisions that had fed into this. I didn't explain all of those to you. Right. Because you were primarily concerned about where, where are they going from now? Mm-hmm. And I, I yeah. so I made a, I, I purposed, I purposed to talk about this with you every day. Yeah. And uh, just to sit on the couch and you sit by me and snuggle up next to me. And I would say, tell me what you're thinking about. Mm-hmm. Or you would say, what? and then you would go into your questions and we would just sort of work through it. And um, it was, uh, it, it was a, it was an important time for you. One of the things that I saw developing in you in that time, even a six-year-old was compassion and concern for other people. Yeah. And uh, one of the things that I wanted to do as your dad and your mom as well was to nurture that and to encourage that, not to say, oh, don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. You know, we've got, but no, okay. Cause you're, you're feeling what you feel. Mm -hmm. And so we purposed to give you opportunities to talk about it. Yeah. And it, it was it was a couple of weeks. It was several weeks before yeah. it got to the place where, because you would say, uh, how are they doing? <laughs> how, you know, do they have a place to live now? Yeah. And I didn't know. And that wasn't good enough. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so I was, you know, let me check and see. And so I was yeah. able, uh, I, you know, and I was able to say to you, yes, they have found another place to live. Where is it? Mm-hmm. Get in the car. I'll drive you and show you. Where it is. <laughs> yeah. And they found an they found an apartment. Some you know, on the other side of mm-hmm. town. The the, yeah. the point the point of uh, that I wanted to bring out about this was the importance of giving a child a kid the opportunity to express their anxiety or concern about any particular subject that's going on because 
if we squelch yes. it, if we say, look, don't worry about that. What I'm telling you is that your feelings and your thoughts and your concerns aren't valid. And I need to say, okay, right. let's talk about it. And you yeah. got through it. So yes. Yeah. And definitely. you know, <clears throat> and it came to the point where the concern wasn't registering on your face as often. Mm -hmm. And then it was then it wasn't registering on your face at all. But once in a while you would bring it up. Yeah. But you would bring it up in terms of pointing back to say, um, they they were here and they got and then they got evicted and now they're doing better and they're someplace else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You you wanted resolution. Yes. In your mind that now things are going to be okay, or at least from right. that from that from that incident, things are going to be okay. Yeah. And uh, it it was really interesting. It's, it's interesting to look back and to see that developing in you because you've developed mm -hmm. such a heart of compassion for people. And you, you are, you have, you're just, you know, when there's a need, you're, you're, you want to step right in and just help mm -hmm. and engage to the degree that you can. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But that was, but that was the beginnings of that were, were evident when you were a six-year-old little girl. Yeah. Which I find fascinating. <laughs> but, well, no, I mean, it is fascinating. It, it's fascinating because yeah. when, when we look back, you can see certain tendencies that begin to develop in, in kids right. and in children <clears> at, oh, at a young well, age. You know, well, I wonder what that's going to turn into. And mm, that was yeah. the way it was. You were that way. And yeah. uh, it was, it was just an important time in our lives. The thing that, that I took away from that was the importance of making sure that you feel like you have an open door to talk about or to share your concerns about those kinds of things that are happening or that you are bothered yeah. by, or that you're concerned about. And I, that's why I think it's one of those 10 things that yeah. children need to hear from their parents. Listen, if you're mm -hmm. concerned or worried or bothered or scared, come talk to me, come talk to your mom, come talk to yeah. your dad. Building that kind of uh, security into a kid's life, I think is really important. Yeah. One of the points on this um to kind of wrap up this topic was uh don't force them to talk though mm, give mm. them the safe environment encourage them to come to you but pressuring them into talking is only going to push them further away if they right. are not in a place where they want to talk right um if they you know you're maybe you're in those teenage years and they know everything they don't want to talk to their parents like do not pressure them right. to go there. There are circumstances, you know, if they're hurting themselves, if they're hurting other people, if or, something yes. dangerous is happening in their lives, obviously you need to step in as a parent and yes. push certain things. Right. Um, but pressuring them into talking is not going to bring about beneficial conversation and connection every situation does not require an intervention right it just does there are some no. that require yes, absolutely an intervention absolutely. but most but most do not that's mm -hmm. a really good way that's a good way to wrap that up anna i appreciate that that's good yeah is there is there anything else that you can think of that that we need to 
you could talk about on this issue? I don't think so. I think we hit good points. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Well, friends, thanks for joining us. We appreciate you being here and listening. If you're ever worried, concerned, or scared, you can always talk about it with me. That's one of the 10 things that kids need to hear from their parents. When we get together next time, uh, we'll be talking about uh, our topic for next next uh, our next session. Next episode is, I don't have a plan for your life, but I want to help you discover your dream. Mm. For your life. We're going to talk about that. That's going to be good. Thanks a lot for yeah. joining us. Until next time, folks, we'll talk to you then. Bye-bye.